Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. Bezaz Hashem Shalom Bayashir, number 212. Uh, we're talking about a book called Talk to Me Like Someone You Love by Nancy Dreyfus. It's a phenomenal book. Um, many experts recommend this book. It gives you various, many, many flashcards or sayings of communication between a husband and wife to help in many, many situations that are very common. So in the previous shiurim, we talked about uh, various expressions and communications to shift the perspective or to stop arguments or to stop a mode of thinking when you're fighting with one another and how to break that pattern. He, she calls this chapter, which was from 1 through 13, Shifting Gears. We're going to go a little quicker and we're going to just mention the, the, the yesidus of of these concepts and the wordings. And today we're going to discuss words that could be used, which she calls setting limits, which means that especially when one husband or wife, either one of them is acting in a very angry mode or a very critical mode, the other one could use this this form of communication in order to... Um, break that cycle, and to reshift their position in a more healthy way. So number 14 is when one of them says, I'm very scared of you right now. And this can happen, we're not talking about cases of chas v'sholom amish abuse, but sometimes one of them may have a, a, a hot temper. They They blow up often. And they love their husbands or wives, the one that has that temper issue, but sometimes they can't control themselves or they don't even realize that they're acting that way. And when the other one acknowledges and says, I'm very scared of you right now when you act this way, when you speak this way, when you talk this way, when you behave this way, this very often, telling that directly in a, in a, in a caring way, gets the person who was upset or who was angry, it checks them and they realize, oh, you know, it's hard for me to control my temper sometimes. I got to work on my anger, but I'm really causing hurt to my spouse and scaring them. And it that, that, that definitely helps a tremendous amount as they work on this problem. Um, number 15, similar idea. I am your friend. It's painful how quickly I can become your enemy. This happens a lot. Um, she gives a few examples over here, but the bottom line is, for example, let's say you're both in a very good mood and uh, you're going to a chasana and you're both happy and things are going very well and now you're in the car and um, the husband's driving too slow in the wife's opinion because she's eager to get to the wedding and she says, you know, drive quicker, or use this highway, use that highway. He's starting to get annoyed. Till it sort of de, uh, it it de it escalates into something that becomes painful, something that becomes uh, um, irritating, and then becomes anger. When in reality they were in a wonderful mood before that, and this sort of started to spiral out of control by one of them nagging the other, or or pushing the other, or showing frustration, and very often this card or this expression by saying you know we were we were in such a good place we connected with each other so well it's very painful to see how quickly the mood can shift 
and that I can become your enemy all of a sudden. And they could discuss things, ways how to how to break that habit, where where when you know when you're really connecting, things are going well, and then one of them may say something or do something that will irritate the other, and then it'll start spiraling out of control. And this is a way by mentioning this to be able to stop that and break that pattern. Number sixteen. When you go on and on like that, I feel like I'm invisible visible to you. That's when someone, uh, one of them takes a stand and um, goes on and on and on, expressing their view only, not really listening to you and how you feel. And by you saying like this, you know, uh, you know, by you just ranting and going on and on about what you're saying, and you're not paying attention to what I have to say at all. You're so, so self-absorbed and it hurts me. And sometimes, again, within a loving relationship, when you communicate with each other, um, the other party will begin to realize this, that very often they they just um, um, exp- like are very aggressive in expressing what they want to express and just over-flooding the other spouse. And by saying this, that you're going on and on, I'm not being listened to, and, and, and I'm like invisible to you, you're not listening at all, that helps. Number 17, which is uh, also, like all of these are so, so practical. And this one is saying, husband to wife, wife to husband, rather than just criticizing me, can you tell me what you want in a more positive way? Very often, this is a very simple tool that you just practice. It's very easy to say a criticism, you know, like you're 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 always late, or you know you 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 don't know how to cook, or you don't take, uh, you know you don't uh, take uh, you know your your role as a wife seriously, or your role as a husband seriously, and you say these harsh words like that, and in reality. When you one points out to the other, you know you hurt me by saying this. So instead of just criticizing me, can you tell me what you want in a more positive way? Then the husband could tell the wife, you know, I really would appreciate, let's figure out a way. I know you're tired sometimes. Let's figure out a way where you could cook more home-cooked home meals, where we could sit together by meals, and so on and so forth. Or the, or the, or the wife will tell the husband uh, how unimportant she feels and how taken for granted she feels um, when he comes in so late without calling uh, that he will be late and just walking in and disregarding the fact that he he came in so late while she was waiting for him, things like that. And um, this is a very, very important um, card or saying that one could tell the other to break that pattern. Number 18 is very similar to the others. I feel I have a feeling that I have to walk on eggshells around you. Um, and that's, by the way, when you feel you're on eggshells around your husband or wife, that means you feel that you have difficulty opening up your mouth or saying anything to your husband or wife because you're afraid it will trigger a negative response. Now, I'm not even talking about just exploding or blowing up or saying, going going off the wall crazy. Even just being cold or indifferent, you know, makes a person, the other spouse, feel like they're on eggshells. And the truth is, 
you know, something. Uh, give you an example. Let's say I come home, I had a real, real rough day. And I come home and I'm not in the mood of talking to anybody and I'm not in the mood of talking to my wife and I'm in a bad mood. I just want to um, rest, eat a little bit and I don't want to talk. And and my wife wants to have conversations. How are you? How are you doing? Whatever it is and so on and so forth. So in order for her not to feel like she's on eggshells around me when I'm so tense, it maybe could die to open and basically say, you know something, I had a very hard day. I just need a little time for myself. Let me eat something. Let me relax a little bit. And then we could talk later. And if you say that honestly, and your wife hears this, then your um, quietness won't bother her. Or your need, that half hour or 40 minutes in the beginning where you're not talking to her, won't bother her. Because she understands right now you're just, um, you know... um, relaxing you're 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 calming down from the hard tense day at work and now you're you know that's why you're not talking that's why you're not communicative right now that's why you look so tense right now you're very hungry also and now you're eating a meal you'll feel better and so on and so forth the wife knows this in advance and hears this in advance she won't take it personally it won't be such a dafka such a, a hurt feeling my husband's ignoring me. I, I worked so hard to prepare this dinner. I really wanted to talk to him, and he's ignoring me. Or he's being very, I feel very edgy around them, or like on eggshells around them. But by expressing this initially, it breaks that negative pattern. Then she, yeah, she has a very interesting one that's just a statement that's a flat out statement where one tells the other, you're be, Billy being a bully. And sometimes, like you're being a bully. Very simply. And again, sometimes that could cause an argument. You have to know when to use it, how you how to use it. But when a couple tries to relate to each other and they really love each other, but sometimes there's these this bickering and sometimes there's this uh, one of them is really instigating the other and pushing their buttons when they know they really shouldn't be pushing their buttons. By saying, you know, up front, you know, you're, you're, you're acting like a bully to me, will usually put the other one in check and realize, hey, you know, you're right about that. And I need to um, talk in a more loving way and, um, and, and a less aggressive way and more respectful of you. So that's also a very important one. And then this one, number 20, is the title of the book. This particular one, and she writes that this 20, which is talk to me like someone you love, that was the message she said that inspired the book in the first place. And after she wrote that line once on a paper and gave it to, and and, and told it, and, and basically gave it to her husband, he, she went, he bas- she basically was consulting uh, with a, um, um, coaching a husband and gave him a piece of paper with this line, talk to me like someone you love and gave it to this husband and told him to give that to his wife and since then it left a big Roshim and I guess she had experience with this particular card, talk to me like someone you love can cause a tremendous shift where people who are mean spirited when they interact with one another when they hear this in the right way, 
they start thinking about it, they'll change their interactions from being mean-spirited to being more respectful and to be more self-respectful. And she says she has countless stories of this, of this line, talk to me like someone you love, this line helping couples break through those patterns where they were locked in a fight and they can't get out of it and they're like, it's, it's just getting worse and worse. But they do love each other, but they're in this pattern. By him, her, her or him, whichever one, pulls out this flashcard, says, talk to me like someone you love. And she has a tremendous insight that she writes when she writes this flashcard. And this is so true. And now we're going to talk in the form of parents. Very often we grew up with parents, she says, and, and it's true. We grew up with parents who loved us, but didn't talk to us like they loved us. Okay, I'm not talking about the liberals these days where you just become friends with your kids and you spoil them and and you enable them to do harmful things because they're your friend They're not, and you don't act like a parent. I'm not talking about that. The parent has to be a parent. There needs to be a certain amount of dis- discipline there too. But there still has to be a showing of the parents that they indeed love their children. And very often, people were growing up where the parents, of course, love their children. You had this with Holocaust survivors with no fault of their own. This happens sometimes. They had, that had, that had, that they had this emotional blockage where sometimes they love their children fiercely, and, 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 but they weren't able to talk to them like they love them or interact with them like they love them. And the truth is, she says, isn't it sad? The children didn't have the capacity when they were so young to explain to their parents this because they're, they're too young and, and not developed yet. But imagine if they would have had the koyach as a young child or as a young teenager to tell their parents, you know, I know you love me, but talk to me like someone you love. And if that message would get through to the parents, they would realize that a lot of the wounds that they sometimes unintentionally inflict on their children would not have happened. So sometimes it can't be helped. You know, people, human beings are human beings. We learn as we go along. There's a lack of awareness and we have to be done with Hasfus. But certainly in a marriage with two adults, it, with, they're mature already. They're, they, they need to set up their relationship this way, certainly try to become better at it, to talk to each other in a respectful way. So talk to me like someone you love is a tremendous, powerful statement. Another one, 21. We're just going to go through this quickly. Right now, I don't need a lecture. I need your love. This happens a lot. In other words, um, uh, uh, let's, say, let's say the wife made a certain mistake about something in the day and expresses it to the husband. So instead of the husband lecturing, I told you five times already you shouldn't do this. So you knew what was happening. I warned you about it and you didn't listen. And, give a, and he's giving that lecture to her. And that, maybe not even in a mean way. But in a way like, I, you know, you should have learned and now you know better. And even if it's not condescending, but it's still hurtful. And the wife is telling the husband, right now, I know I, I, I know that I didn't handle this the right way. But right now I'm in pain. I'm, I'm, I'm in a, you know, in a difficult matzah. 
So I don't need your lecture right now. I need your love. I need your acceptance. And that's also very important. So we did 15 through 21 in the PDF. And again, all of these are Kedai to look at. If you, don't ha- if you have the book, it's an excellent book. If you don't have the book, these words, simply in the scenarios, a lot of them could help a tremendous, a tremendous, in a tremendous way. And in, 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 and I believe she's right. She titled the book, Talk to Me Like Someone You Love. And that's number 20 of, of her uh, list here. And it is true that that particular one is extremely powerful. And that could really create a tremendous shift in their relationship and make things a lot better. Have a wonderful day.